Thanks for joining us for another intriguing edition of the Stack Pack. Perhaps you can help solve a mystery. That's right, guys. Stack Pack. Hello. Um, welcome to our third quarantine episode. Fourth, I guess, because this is the second part. Um, this is part two of season four, episode 18. Um, and uh, we had so much fun recording, we had to split it up into two parts. So I'm just uh, introducing what's going to sound like the middle of the podcast, maybe. I don't know. But but, but uh, have a good time and enjoy Eli, myself, and our good buddy Dan Derwin, Unsolved Mysteries aficionado. All right, so the next case is called The Investigators. I don't know when they do this. It's so vague. The Investigators. So this is people trying to investigate stuff. I don't know what it means. But um, this is a story about a really interesting serial killer in Ohio that's like that would kill hookers um, at in and around truck stops. Like, did you see when they were going through the newspaper clippings? Like hookers, like they just like use the term. Oh, loosely. did I say I did say hookers? Right, that's not nice, right? <laughs> they said no, hookers in the show too. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I think they did. I think they well, well Stack said prostitutes, but <laughs> whores, ladies of the night, whores. Robert Zach just like they were the known of the whores. <laughs> Jesus, these whores. <laughs> Very during, during the hour of the wolf. She's a, <laughs> the witching uh, hour. What, these what was her name on Always Sunny? Um, Roxy. Oh, Roxy, <laughs> you're good shit. <laughs> and I'm going to make you my wife, but I want you to stop banging other dudes. <laughs> you whore. You're, yeah, Danny DeVito saying whore is funny. Whores. Yeah, whore. He says it like, whore. He says it like whore, whores, but whores. with an H. Whores. All right. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so the first crime we're going to be talking about happened on April 19th of 1990. Um, Well, this is when a body was found, at least. This body was dumped behind a truck stop in Ohio. Um, This lady was beaten to death, and I think her jewelry was missing. That was something that would happen with these other cases, too. Um, Four years earlier, a body of a Shirley Dean Taylor was dumped in a nearby county in Ohio. She was also beaten to death, no jewelry. And her clothes, uh, some of her clothes were missing. So um, these actually aren't immediately linked together until this guy named Michael Behrens um, starts investigating. And this guy is smiling the whole time talking about dead prostitutes and murder. (laughs) Like, did you guys notice this? This kind of chubby, sweet looking fella. He is. He is Chubby, sweet looking fella got me. Yeah, I want to know why. He, he's like he, true crime Peter Griffin. He doesn't have the voice, but. He's talking about dead whores on the highway, and he's like, you know. Yeah, he's so excited to tell us about these missing prostitutes. As soon as you guys call cut and leave, I'm totally going to rub one out to this story. Yeah, it's like so, you guys can't see how we smile when we talk about murder, so it's okay. On his DOS computer. <laughs> yeah, they're big CRT uh, monitors. Uh, I was, loved it. I was really confused as to why he was even... I mean, I guess it's his job, but he's like, Hey, wait a minute. I remember me reading another story about another dead prostitute a couple of years ago. <laughs> and he pulls it up. He's like, oh, yeah, that's the one. Well, <laughs> Going through microfiche. Yeah, it's like he was doing a report on serial killers, so he like found one. And then he started looking up like dead, you know, dead prostitutes in the area, and he started finding all these uh, um, things that were matching up. And I oh, think, and yeah, he was smiling when he's like, and I remember thinking, prostitutes are the best people to kill for a serial killer because they're transient, yeah. and they're not going to be reported missing for a long time. <laughs> he's very, he's very excitable. <laughs> he loves a dead whore. The dead. <laughs> 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 the best whore is a dead whore. <laughs> I'm just going by what I think he's thinking. Yeah, this is what um, he's thinking. This that's does, an educated this re- guess. This doesn't represent the views of us. That's not my view. You could practically see the desk rising as he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind my heart on. 
Oh my god, oh, man! He's like, you got me started. You got me started, guys. All right, let's talk some. Sorry, Let me sorry. Tell you about more you, about you these woke up dead something in me. Lives. <laughs> a rage was brewing. I really didn't think this was going to be a funny uh, segment of the podcast. No, it's terrible. You you called him. You called him true crime Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And he does look like him. Yeah. Hold on. Let me just read one of the headlines. Hooker loses fight for life. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. You couldn't even keep it together. Uh, let me do it again. Dude, no, let that's just... the one that's... <laughs> no, he's not going to be able to do it. I can't. I can't. Look, look at his face. He's pumped. Oh, man, that's terrible. MC. <laughs> oh, did you see the sketch of the victims? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are really creepy, dude. It sounds like you're doing stand-up. <laughs> Have you seen those drawings? Hey, the one about- hey, you see these? <laughs> you see these things? You see those drawings of those whores? Tell me now. <laughs> oh man! Hey, you see this? You see this on the news? Oh, dude! It's fucking- Have uh, you heard the one about I seventy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So this, yeah, I know, okay, we're giving the guy shit. He's smiling about the murder. Um, but he's the only one who's linking these cases um, in a time when counties, like, jurisdiction, you know, aren't, like, talking Yeah, they didn't to talk to each other. Each other. So there, there, was no, um, there was no APHIS, you know, the, the, the blood database, whatever. They yeah, didn't have like, any of that mi- a missing person database. The, wasn't, they didn't have any of that stuff involved yet. Like, Twenty three and me. Oh, is it not Aphis? Namus? Is it Namus? Aphis? I don't remember what it's called. Aphid. Aphid. Yeah, the little bugs. Right. I don't know. Yeah. The, what I'm talking about is the database Abacus. where they keep. Sorry, David and I were talking about ancient Chinese mathematics today during yeah. lunch. So he linked. Eight women in eight different counties that were all beaten, strangled to death, um, and they were all known prostitutes, and they were all working truck stops. And so he kind of checks out. Uh, so I don't know if he literally himself goes undercover, but he starts. Oh, this guy totally did. This guy went all the way. He went to trucking school, got a CDL, started driving <laughs> like CFI. He's not just in the like parking lot working waiting. the streets. No, he 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 did it. He's like, I'm gonna have sex with these hookers. I'm gonna see what this is all about. <laughs> It's Sorry, the long game. Sex workers. God damn it. Mother said I would never get laid. Mother. Prove yeah. her wrong. You know he calls his mom mother. He's playing the long con. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have sex with these sex workers. <laughs> and the best you part about it, fact I'm that fool calls his mom mother. <laughs> I'm getting me a sex worker tonight. And you know what? <laughs> it's going to be free because it's all going to be expensed. That that sentence was very uh, PC. Like nothing wrong with any with anything in that sentence. I'm getting no. me a sex worker tonight. She rings your hotel doorbell, and she comes in, and you say, "Are you the sex worker that I looked up online? <laughs> Are you the sex worker that has agreed consensually to have sex for, for- in exchange for monetary goods?" <laughs> yes, I understand. Speak into my chest, please. <laughs> <laughs> So he's sitting there, I'm assuming in his car. I don't think he goes and gets the whole license thing. I don't know. But but he starts to notice the trends and what's going on. Um, the girls con- are on the CB and they all have a cute name and they're all and they find clients from there and if you're interested, you can Google or not Google uh, YouTube Hookers on CB. Really? Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I want to look that up. And I think it's like some like from like some like forensic files or something like that, and it's actual audio file of like women propositioning truckers. No shit. I'd actually like to hear that. That's interesting. So so they find the guy. They go to the uh, truck. Actually, generally, once they get to the trucker's truck, they uh, they radio back to their their home base or the car they're working out of. Once like- they receive the trucker's load. <laughs> like they don't they, they're not like looking for their next call they go back to their car and like trucker load i only know this because my sister for a very brief moment worked for a cb shop and then on the side she hustled by taking truck drivers to mexico and taking them to a quote-unquote 
massage parlor. Dude, your fucking oh. sister. Oh, my sister was straight unquote, up a yeah. pimp. I'm not lying. Yeah, one of those rub and tug I'm places. Definitely gonna, I'm definitely going to cut this out of the podcast, but Dan's sister was a fucking pimp. Nice. Yeah, like she literally used to drive truck drivers over to Wadis so they could get laid. Yeah, and not like she she wasn't like, oh, dude, that fool's a pimp. No, <laughs> she was a pimp. Dude. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, that dude's a pimp. <laughs> no, she was a legitimate. And, and the best part about it, you want to know what the kicker is? She majored in criminal law. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. That's pimp fool. <clears throat> Did you guys um, already talk about how the because I, I, I the call dropped again? Did you already talk about how how the cookers <laughs> wanted to keep the the men warm? It's so cold. <laughs> like oh, I'll keep so you warm, baby. Oh yeah, that's so <laughs> slimy. <clears throat> Ooh, it's cold out. Well, yeah. I'll warm you up, honey. I'll uh, get in here, 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 here. Whist- I'll warm you up. Come talking to my chest. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Is he the reporter? I'm wearing a bathrobe in his truck cab. <laughs> Is it this guy? Is it the fucking reporter? <laughs> Was it him? It's everybody. He's writing a story about his own serial killing spree. I don't know, man. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> so he started to check. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So, um, I, I do like the way that he explains them as many cities forming at night and breaking up during the day. I thought that yeah. was kind of cool. 27-year-old Anna Marie Patterson is the sixth victim. Um, February 1987, she was working at a truck stop. And a bunch of witnesses saw her get into a blue Peterbilt truck using the handle Dr. No, uh, which is real creepy. That's from the first <laughs> Dr. <Bond> movie. No! <laughs> Don't is, do it, it. is it Dr. No, like N-O or K-N-O? W. No, in, in, like, does he know or does he not know? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's... Or it's, did he say no? It's from yeah. James Bond, so it's Dr. No with just N-O. And, um, and if it's... True to James Bond fashion, then it's an English man playing an Asian man. That's racist. You guys should look up You Only Live Twice where Sean Connery, they like fucking paint his eyes to look like an Asian guy. It's fucking insane. He's, <laughs> oh he's my like God, hiding that's out in awful. Japan. Dude, it's fucking rough. Duh. No couth. <laughs> Not very PC. No. Um, anyways, so, doc- so she gets into Dr. No's cab and she disappeared, and 25 days later, her body's found, dumped on I-71. Oh, this is so sad. And what's crazy... What's up? What's crazy about this is that they were able to tell that the body uh, was only had only been dead for like two days, and she was missing for like almost a month. That's fucking freaky. Can we point out about this poor girl that her... CB handle was Sleeping Beauty, and she was found dead in a sleeping bag. Oh man, that's oh, really wow! I didn't Damn, even put that together. Fucked. That is fucking dark. Oh, and she was pretty. They showed her picture. It's a very Twin Peaksy. And wasn't she pregnant? She, I think she was the one that was in a ditch, like four to six inches of water. Um, in a sleeping bag, and she wouldn't. Uh, uh, she was yeah, pregnant she wouldn't too. Get up. She was six months pregnant, and yeah. her friends were like, "There's no way she she wouldn't let anybody leave the truck stop with her." You know, she's not going to leave the truck stop. Um, he said he would warm her up. Yeah, and he he left her cold and in a ditch. They gave her a sleeping bag. Didn't they also say that she was like she her body was had been frozen? It looked like like. The insides yes. had been frozen? For refrigerated truck or a unit or whatever. Oh, dude, that is awful. Yeah, I'm guessing I'm guessing this this trucker was probably pulling a cold box. Oh. Yeah. They 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 at the end of it they say it's a Peterbilt truck that's blue and is possibly has a refrigerated box, yeah. So eight eight victims, beaten, strangled, jewelry gone, and um so the public actually takes this seriously. They like tell the fucking like they finally tell the public. And they set up a task force um, because states and counties weren't really talking to each other like we were saying earlier. So there could have been way more victims because, like, when they look at the big picture, prostitutes being found on the side of the road mur- murdered 
is like there was like 150 in the whole country just like that year during that time. So the last known victim was in November of 1990, and uh, um, the first Jane Doe we're talking about was eventually um, named. They figured out that her name was Patrice Corley, and there's a lot more to the story. It's kind of it's crazy. It was um, very creepy how they showed her gravestone as Jane Doe. And then the Amazon update had the white text under it that said her name is Patricia Corley or Patrice oh, Corley. That, but that it, was very, is, it was very cool that they showed the update like in real time. Usually yeah, they save it, it for like, the end, but they yeah. just like overlaid the white text. And you were like, like, like I remember watching it uh, last night and I was like, oof, that was kind of, you know, it, it was in the segment and it, it felt different than just having it tacked on to the end. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't come at the end right, yeah. Yeah, it felt different. You have like the tapes, right? Or, or were they the DVDs? I'm a sick fuck when it comes to Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> I bought, before it was on Amazon, I bought um, 16 burned DVDs from, it wasn't eBay. It was like some bootleg, we don't have any restrictions eBay. It was like the black market for Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. And I got 16 DVDs ripped from television, and they're about six hours each. And it's like somebody, it's all VHS rips with commercials and, you know, uh, bad tracking. Dude. And that's what I used to watch religiously. I need until to see these. they popped on Amazon. Dude, they're in a Ziploc bag in my office upstairs. <laughs> it's very, very funny. And they still in a safe. And they still play? I, I don't play them now because of Amazon, because we have 12 seasons on Amazon. And YouTube, but, um, too. It's crazy. And YouTube as well. So they're up there. But it's awesome because some segments the creepy ones you'll get bad tracking so you'll get robert stack and he's like on october 25th 1980 <laughs> oh, and you're going creepy. like oof and, and, and like there's like a line like flickering in the corner and i'm sitting there going like oh shit that's fucking it really it really brings back like watching it when i was seven or eight years old and the music and the it, music like with the tracking the like, music wee- dips with it yeah wee- yeah the, the music dips with the tracking and it's oh, that's fucking really creepy, creepy. But yeah, but there's I'll, there's a lot of segments that aren't just aren't in the that they take out the, the Amazon. There version. are yeah, the Amazon ones. I think that the, when they published them, they uh, checked with the families, and I guess maybe all these years later, they're like, no, we don't want our shit in the wind or whatever. So some of them didn't make it to Amazon, but like they're on the the DVD. Oh, we I, gotta I feel cover like those cases. Well, there's there's some of them that uh, it's like <laughs> my desk is rousing up right now as we're talking. <laughs> I could see it from here. Oh Jesus! I gotta I gotta see those tapes. <laughs> I'll send you guys a picture of the, uh, the the Ziploc bag of the 16 DVD. The it's pretty the, sad. It's um, sad. There's actually a, a Facebook group for another Unsolved Mysteries podcast called Unresolved UUM. I forget what un, Uncovering Unresolved Mysteries. And some guy posts original videotapes of like the actual episodes. Like most of them are up there. You can just that was my source, man. That really? Uh, no, no. Sorry, no, that guy was. I'm saying like that was my source for unsolved mysteries. Oh, I was like the guy sold them to you. <laughs> that guy sold them specifically to me. <laughs> no, it was like, but that was it. Like that's all we had. Hey, kid, you want to buy some? You want? <laughs> You want to buy some Unsolved Mysteries DVDs? <laughs> that was me saying yes. Hey, yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> I got these. Big cigarette. Shut up, take my money. I got these Dude, Unsolved do you remember mysteries. those guys at the mall that used to come up to you? Did, did, did you guys ever have those? <laughs> he would say, like, uh, I remember one guy specifically. He's like, yo, you seen that movie Transformers? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he, and he said, you want to take it home with you? And he opened up his jacket and he had a bunch of Wow. DVDs. No, I just had. That's creepy. I just had the DVD dude that used to go go to the dive bar that I used to hang out at. Oh, mm. dude, this shit sucks. Or whenever I went to Asia, the black market of DVDs, which was fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like... Well, usually if there was, like, a like a small like a, a small Asian woman, it would either be DVDs or roses. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thing in New York. And I remember once I was... I'm sure this will be cut out, but once I was drunk at a restaurant and I saw the woman in the corner of my eye approach me and I said... Do you have expendables too? <laughs> and she was like, she just smiled and she was just holding roses. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just gave me that look like, are you fucking kidding no, me? No, we have. A, I was like, I wanted it. We, yeah. we have those in El Paso, but they're little Mexican ladies and they sell burritos. <laughs> oh, so you're either getting burritos or you're getting roses. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good deal. There's these people that will just come into the uh, dive bar. And, I mean, they'll, you're, and they'll just have a cooler full of freshly made burritos and everyone just like 
trusts them with their life and just buys a delicious burrito. And it's, sure, it's, I would, it's there. Yeah. especially over there where you guys live. I would, I would trust that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They, I mean they're they're super tasty. They're the best burritos you're ever gonna have in your life. But they're guaranteed that you're gonna shit your brains out the next morning. That's and that's fine as long as you enjoy it. So nobody knows who committed these crimes. The the best uh, guess is a guy named Samuel Leg, the third. He's this man who was in Arizona. Who's um, so he was like in a, a mental hospital or like an old folks home, something like that, a, a care facility of some sort. And he would always go missing and just wander off. And he's this guy who like everyone, you know, they'd like see him wandering around, they'd miss him, you know, the cops would pick him up and take him back. He's that sweet old senile man. And one day they, uh, somebody linked him to some DNA to one of these missing prostitutes. Sex workers. Yeah, sex workers. D- his DNA was linked to one of the bodies? Yeah. Did, I oh. think it was like two bodies. Oh, my god. Good. Fuck that guy. Is he dead So now? it wasn't just a single serial killer. It was multiple. It was only February of 2019 when uh, Samuel Legg was... Connected to this, so he was a forty. Wow. He was a forty-nine-year-old truck driver, and he last was arrested. year, yeah. And, wow, that's he, fucking crazy. He, he was charged with raping a seventeen-year-old woman near a rest Yeesh. stop in Ohio, and I think that was like in the late nineties. He was also charged with Sharon Lynn uh, Kid Kidzerski's murder, and I and I think she was one of the eight. I'm not totally sure though. And DNA linked her, linked him to some other murders, along with two other in Ohio and Illinois, and they don't give us the victims' names. But all of them were found near truck stops, entirely or partially nude. And um, some people think that he's the killer of all these uh, Ohio uh, prostitutes. Uh, but some people believe that he was too young to have committed the murders that occurred in the mid-'80s, and he'd never been charged for it. Because he, he's... He's 49 in 2019. Wait, so how old was he then? Uh, well, 89. He was, what, 18? Yeah. I can't do any math. Fuck. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, in, in, like yeah, the late, yeah, in the late 80s, he would have been super young. Like 19, Well, if he's 49 20? now, I'll be 39 in a month, or this month. So yeah, dude. just 10 years younger. So Happy early he's, birthday. Whoa. How old am I? I don't even know. <laughs> so he's. So yeah, he would have been pretty 47. fucking young. Yes, I'm 47 tomorrow. <laughs> he yeah, he would have been pretty young to commit some of those other ones, but um, he, he's definitely a pretty good suspect in the. Uh, Man, he's still early. What's his name again? Uh, Samuel W. Leg. Leg. Leg like your leg. L e g g. Wow. Last year. Whoa. So Dude. all of the unidentified victims um, from the segment had been identified. Um, Why does he always look surprised? Who he Because he's like straight up mentally ill. Like, oh, so, is he? So, oh, so yeah, that's the part I forgot to tell you. So, so he would wander off from this care facility because he's mentally incompetent. So DNA linked him to these rapes, but they're not going to put him on trial because he's mentally incompetent. Like he's he's gone. You know, like he's pretty much... He's got that Al Capone syphilis. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so they uh, won't char- I don't know if they won't charge him or he, he just won't be on the stand because he's incompetent. The link sent me to the Gazette. <laughs> the Gazelle. Not the Gazelle. <laughs> Straight to the Gazelle. The Fawn. That's my source of... Uh, that's my media source is the Gazelle. The so gazelle he, is true news, not fake news. Man, so they have a picture of him in court in 1990, and he's he's a young kid, man. That's crazy. I'm gonna yes, send, I'm he gonna, was crazy. I'm going to send really? this to you. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe he, he might be too young for some of those, but, you know, there it, it, it's like I'm sure it's a thing that happened a lot. Like these eight might be the same person, but they also might not be. They said, uh, I think it's interesting that they're beaten and their jewelry's taken, but also that seems pretty normal. And they also think that he was pretty smart, uh, maybe savvy, maybe uh, ex-police officer, because all of those eight that they talk about were um, in different oh, counties. Wow. They were all in different counties, so... Um, that's kind of... They think that, that you know he might be like a serial killer master. They say that at some point in the segment, like, do we have... 
some sort of like killer mastermind? No, probably not. At least they got him. Fuck that guy. Probably just yeah. a truck driver. Yeah, I mean, he at least committed, like, what they say, four? I don't know. They don't give us all the victims, so some the victims could be some of the people we were talking about because they they say Ohio, they say buy truck stops. I mean, who knows? What did they say? 150, they said? Uh, so no nationwide? one's going to know. Nobody knows, you know, you know, nobody knows. Can, can we take a moment to listen to a sample of uh, Strippers on CB? Yes, please. Oh, could you? Uh, oh, but they won't be able to hear. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, just take a leak and get a refill. You guys keep going. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, get a yeah. refill, too. I think I need another drink, too. Just so you hear all the hands, bring yourself over here so we can take care of it before you get your hands out of your pants. Oh, my God. Oh, my pants. Get your hands out of your pants. Get the pedal to the metal. And get here as fast as you can, guys. All right, guys. Let's talk about ghosts now. This is this is fun, dude. All right, so this is a New Jersey mansion that uh, Bill Beatty uh, had started making in 1923, and apparently it was modeled after a French castle or something like that. Like it's a re- it's a, almost a, it's like a replica of some other small castle somewhere. So um, he was an executive and an ad executive in New York City, and his wife Sarah apparently was rich on her own, so they had a lot of money. They wanted to build this uh, cool castle, and then uh, everything around it would be like an artist community commune kind of deal. Um, so 1930, the the castle isn't ready, but they move in anyway. And a year later, Bill Beatty dies of the flu of influenza at the age of 45. Hey, we can relate, Bill. He'd be a <laughs> he'd be fucked today too, man. COVID castle. Yeah, there you go. Shit. Is that why? Is that why you called it? Because <laughs> he died of influenza. That's right. He dies of the flu at the age of forty-five in nineteen thirty-one. The castle is not even done being built till nineteen thirty-six. The Beatys live in the castle up until like nineteen forty-four, I believe, and then from forty-five to seventy-one, it's various uh, boys' schools, uh, private, like little charter schools. He he never saw the what's called Bill Beatty never saw the castle complete, and the one thing that I noticed I don't know if it was just a recreation but did anybody else notice that his wake was in a fucking cave? <laughs> no, I didn't, no, did you see it? Like they showed like the casket open and people paying their respects and it was like bricks and candles. Like, but if the castle wasn't done, where were they? <laughs> they were maybe in the incomplete <laughs> castle. Maybe I don't know. I, I've got some questions. There's some sort of. A uh, mine shaft, some sort of cave system. <laughs> the cave of the castle was complete, so let's hold it there. Maybe it was some sort of Batman situation. He would have been like the Batman of New Jersey. God, that's the worst. At the end of the at the end of the wake, they're like, release the bats. <laughs> the, bat, the Batman of New Jersey is that what you call? You know Holy more. shit! At, like we're looking at the clip right now. It totally does look like some like ancient <laughs> church inside the. Inside a cave. Where are they? Was this shot on location, or did they actually hi- hire like a scenic crew to fucking build a set? Where would? Well, they- that's the thing, because the castle was the castle wasn't complete at his at the time of his death. So where was that? I mean, it's a recreation. I get it, but like, where was the real wake held? Like yeah. in the fucking cave with the running water. You guys want to hear? You guys want to hear some dark shit about um, what oh. happened to the castle after these people moved out? Does a does a bear yes. poo in the woods? Yes. Poo. Yes. Um, so, all right. So from seven, 72 to 73, it was called the Chartwell Manor School. It was a country day boarding school where corporal punishment with a British twist was practiced. <laughs> What's the British twist? They, they fucking beat you and it's mean and shitty. I don't know. So children were severely beaten and sexually abused. Oh, is that a thing in Britain? That's the British twist. No, <laughs> the British twist. The British twist. With the British twist. They were twist. sexually they were sexually assaulted and then fed grey poupon. <laughs> oh, Come on, baby. So okay, yeah. So um, what's fucked up is the headmaster Terence Michael Lynch, um, who who as of two thousand nine was residing in Morristown. Um, He's Close. on the he's on the New Jersey state sexual offenders list as of 2009. 
And if you do a web search for further information, you can find out that some of his latest exploits landed him in Morris County Jail for a lengthy term ending in 2007. And then also these kids say that they heard organ music playing and they heard footsteps. Um, like Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, like like, fa- like Phantom Footsteps and Phantom of the Opera. No, Phantom Organ Playing. And apparently Bill Beatty was a fan of, uh, he had an organ in the house and he played it. I would love that. But I would um, love that. Dude, imagine being like your headmaster is sexually abusing you and beating the shit out of you and there's a fucking ghost like that, like that too, dude. That's just friendly. So have you guys have, have you guys ever seen the Devil's Backbone from Guillermo del Toro? It's yeah, one of his of early course. movies. It's Spanish. It's it's that that's that right? Like, <laughs> I, I wonder if that's what it was based on. I don't remember that movie. It's that great. So well, familiar. So Guillermo del Toro's none of his none of his uh, monsters none of his monsters are the bad guys. So it takes place in this Spanish boarding school. And no Mexico, and um, and there's a the, the ghost of this kid, and there's this legend of this boy who died at the school, and you find out that one of the teachers is kind of murdering them, and, and the ghost is just kind of trying to protect them and help them and show them what happened to him, and it's it's a great fucking movie, but it's I don't oh, know like man. when I read that article, I was like, holy shit, like that's terrifying. All I know is I want to have my everybody pay them their respects to me in a cave after seeing this <laughs> and after Dan. <laughs> Me too. Dude, I just went back and watched the little clip, and yeah, where is this happening? <laughs> that's in my, like, I am this? convinced that that's fucking Dracula's castle. I want Sorry. it to look exactly like that when I die, except I don't want my body to be there. I want it to be ashes. Dude. But that's the thing. If there's a time to play the organ music, why couldn't it be down there? <laughs> Simon <laughs> Belmont paying his respects. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. What a cave. So apparently Sarah Beatty... Um, had seances trying to contact her husband, and maybe that's why he kind of lingered around. Maybe he actually did get contacted. So in 1972, the Berlin Games moved in. Yeah. And these motherfuckers got to be rich to just buy a mansion in New Jersey, but they seem like lovely folk. Let's buy a castle, hon. Can we talk about his hat? <laughs> hey, they're surprisingly cheap. He does cheap. have a good bowler hat, right? They're, fa- is that what it is? they're surprisingly cheap. I found a castle, and I want to say it was like in Long Island for like. Five hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, Dan, I thought you were can gonna... we? <laughs> <laughs> Who found a castle on Long Island? Uh, I, I, got, I, I got really stoned while watching this and like Googled like castles for sale in the U.S. And there was like, yo, there's one on Long Island. It's called the White Castle. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way it's five hundred and fifty thousand. No yeah, way. Yeah. It, it needs it needs a lot of work. It's it's definitely a major fixer upper, but it's like and it needs a multiple multiple people have died here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys! My White Castle joke was great. It's called White Castle. <laughs> Yo, it's called White Castle. It's in Long Island. You could buy one. You could buy a franchise for five hundred thousand easy. It, it was like a. It was like an ammunition <laughs> fort. Sorry. Like in the early days of like the country being settled, and <laughs> for David, nobody appreciated the joke. Castle. You know what? I heard that White Castle joke, and I think it was pretty good. <laughs> You could buy a franchise. Thanks. I'm sorry for the the voice I did after. I was trying Harold to like a long the, vo- the, voice. the voice was terrible, but the, the joke was great. <laughs> Harold and Kumar are going to visit you. You could buy a castle for $550,000. If you have $1.8 million, you can buy a castle in the Bronx. Oh, God. Okay, right, anyway. That makes much more sense. That's, that's Neil Patrick Harris's <laughs> new house. Okay, moving on. So anyway. Carol... Carol, so the Berlin Games move in. It's Carol and Don. They're sweet as shit. Hun, let's buy a castle, <laughs> like Dan said. <laughs> Dan castle Derwin, time. like Derwin said. Okay, so Carol and his wife. Carol had a fucking friend who was a parapsychologist, amateur. Um, and uh, she came over and confirmed that there's a pretty chill ghost. He's chill. Very cool. <laughs> he's a very cool go uh, happy go lucky. We got ghost. we got a ghost, but he's fine. Yeah, don't yeah, just leave him alone. So there's hammering noises and footsteps and all this shit going on, and it would change the TV channel on its own. I, I like the way Robert Stack says, and the things he did started to get more high tech. <laughs> and <it> was, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he he did say something that was very like. Like he did stretch out a word. I forgot what it was. He did stretch out a word that was like very stacky. The way he talks, he figured out how to use the remote. Yeah, 
I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. He died in 1930, but I'm pretty sure people were using uh, uh, TVs in there, you know, in the starting in the 60s, maybe a little earlier, you know, depending on. I mean, it's, they lived in a fucking castle. I'm sure they could afford a TV. How did he figure out how to use that technology? My my parents can barely figure out Facebook. <laughs> By the way, did anybody realize that it said the Berlin Games were watching a very interesting movie and it was just World War II footage? <laughs> just when they got to the good part. <laughs> we were, they, she actually goes, we were watching a very interesting movie and on TV they showed like Kristallnacht and like fucking Hitler's tanks driving through Poland. Just, just when me? he got, just when it would get to a good, what did you say? Just when it get to a real interesting part. Just when the plot thickens. <laughs> It's like, dude, just fucking read a book, Carol. They, they, when they showed that black and white footage on TV, I was like, this is the movie that they were watching? What is it? It's just footage of shit. I'm not buying it. I'm not. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm uh, not buying you know, it. It wasn't You've Got Mail with Tom Hanks. It was. Yeah. I mean, shit. What, what, what year are we talking? Okay, we're talking the 70s. What do you think? Uh, Raging Exorcist. Bulls on TV. Oh, Exorcist. Yeah, I like that. That's better. Um, what else? What else was big? Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Live. I, no, I think se- 1971 is too early for that. What came out in 71? Oh, 71. Yeah, that's too early for even SNL. Uh, yeah, that's early, dude. That's like Butch Cassidy. Taxi. No, driver? Taxi is. Taxi. <laughs> I don't know which one. Taxi <laughs> Just throw driver taxi at driver. the end. <laughs> it's either taxi or driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, feature films released. 1971, um, in ascending order. So Clockwork Orange, uh, Andromeda Strain. Oh, I've never seen Willy that. Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. He was watching fucking Uncle, uh, Grandpa Joe. That was 71? That was 71? Jack I Albertson. Thought that was, I thought that was like late 60s, but no. 71? Dirty Harry? What, um, what did you say before last- Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? The Andromeda Strain? Yeah, Andromeda Strain. I've never I seen that. that. Sound- I have Willy Wonka's vinyl uh, soundtrack on vinyl, the original. Oh, that's awesome. I need that's that. That's a great one. D- Dirty Harry, Le Mans, Dirty Diamonds Harry's Are great. Forever. Dirty Harry's great. Oh, uh, Diamonds Are Forever is a cool Bond movie. Return Last Picture Show. That's a good one. Have you ever seen that? Last Picture Show? No. French no. Connection? It has a really Damn, there was a lot of, there was a lot of bangers in 71, Dude, man. Last Picture yeah. Show's got like a really, really young Jeff Bridges, and it's like a, it's like an end of high school type, like, movie and it's fucking awesome dude Fid- fiddler on the roof yeah um, I watch that's the opposite of the movie that they were watching <laughs> <laughs> harold and mod oh uh, i haven't Stra- seen that but i've heard i've heard straw things. dogs walk about the devils play misty for me walk about yeah we can go on and on um anyway. all right so it, let's move on i'm excited to talk about this character eugene mel this is a real person eugene melville the adorable old man with the tiny voice he was very adorable you know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> he was he was uh so i guess he was a servant of sarah Beatty's, like the wife carol and the new pe- the people that live there in the 70s they met this guy who used to work for Sarah back in the day. And um, he told him this creepy story about how back in the day he was helping Sarah Beatty look for a bracelet after like a family party. And he looked up and they, she looked up and they saw the ghost of Bill Beatty just standing there. Um, It was like a loft area, you know, like the top of a, like a banister on the second floor. She's even like, that's my husband. And he's, and then the guy's like, but Mrs. Beatty, your husband's dead. And it's just like, yeah, it's great. And then Robert Stack starts talking at the very right time. And But the way this – it's hard to explain this guy. Like he's got such a tiny voice and he's such a sweet-seeming man. And he talked about how he worked there forever and he would never – like he would he would walk by that area. He's like, you couldn't, you couldn't keep me in there. He's like, it was terrifying. Fucking in the scary. recreation, no, that ghost was pretty creepy. Yeah, that guy – you know, he sold it very well. Yeah, he he's just standing there stoic. Um, yeah, it's pretty creepy. the The one part that was really creepy was the uh, well, I guess they called some psychic lady, some paranormal lady over. I forget her name. I don't know if you guys got it. She has nice big no. hair, and she and she uh, talked to a bunch of witnesses and said she couldn't come up with anything. 
but um, that one of the witnesses was a very credible dude, you know, and he walked up to the house and there was a man outside and he's like, hello, like what's going on? And the guy just disappeared right in front of him. But it's weird in that reenactment, that reenactment is creepy, even though it's bad effects. He just like runs in, like just runs up to it. <laughs> like as soon as it disappears. He challenged that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Come and get me, motherfucker. Dude. I would fucking, that would make me shit my pants. I'd run the other way. <laughs> yeah, I would shit my pants and then run the other way, yeah. Both. That guy, that guy just ran right towards the apparition fucking crazy. Fight or flight. Wasn't there a scene with, like, the rain or something? There was, like, the rainy windows or... Yeah, there's a couple stories of uh, Carol. It's like a cute little sitcom, Carol and Bill the Ghost. Um, you know, he, he just kind of like she just kind of like deals with him. She's like, "Well, I just told him. I just told him one day, you know, you can stay as long as you want. That's fine, but I don't ever want to see you. Don't appear to me, or else I'll end up in a straitjacket in the loony bin or something like that." And we're just like, oh, oh yeah, he did say that. Oh, Carol, you you're a hoot. And then uh, of course the bread bit, right? You know, uh, she talks about. Uh, she's like, "I always leave the bread out," and fucking Bill Beatty apparently didn't approve. And apparently, like she would, like she would hear the bread fall, and it would be like halfway across the kitchen where it was. And she, she, and she was like, "Fucking listen, you take that bread, you put it back on the counter. Enough <laughs> of this bullshit, Bill. Fuck you. Your fucking funeral was in a cave. Put the bread back. I have no respect for you and your family and your fucking. Your, your funeral, funeral was embarrassing. <laughs> put the you bread back. Jerk off. In a cave. You should be says. fucking embarrassed." Yeah, <laughs> couldn't even finish your castle before you died. Yeah, you had too many candles at your own funeral. <laughs> what was actually funny though is I'm watching the episode the the other day, and uh, my wife had the moment that Eli had before, where she was like, "I remember this when I was younger. I remember the floating bread." She remembered it. Yeah. The bread part, that's the one that stuck yes. with her. <laughs> and as somebody, yeah, as somebody who knows their Unsolved Mysteries in and out, I was like, I don't even remember this scene. <laughs> the bread, yeah, because it's not really. And that's, why she, and that's why she's your wife. That's why. She knows. It's definitely knows not it. scary, but it's, yeah. I, I really do think on the steps is scary, and um, the guy appearing in front of the door is pretty darn. Yes, I, I agree completely. That would have made me shit my pants as a little kid for sure. Uh, I think I said shit my pants too much for one episode, but there we go. <laughs> Not enough. So Carol and Ghost Bill are best buds, you know. Um, um, but yeah, oh yeah. So the the thing you were talking about with the rain, yeah, they like went out for a walk, and she left the windows open even though her husband insisted it was going to rain. And when they came back, it had rained, and all the windows were closed. Like nothing was perfectly cool. Not even a little bit of moisture was in there. Like he closed it way before the rain started. He. Ghost Bill saw it, and he's still protecting his castle. Hey, do you know how hard it is to sweep up pollen? It's a fucking bitch. Yeah, but meanwhile, they showed later in the episode, they showed uh, the windows close on their own from inside. But meanwhile, the yeah. rain was in full force. So hmm. how was there no rain inside? And also, why was there wire attached to the bottom of the windows? <laughs> I'm kind of thinking that there wasn't an actual ghost. There was a key grip on a ladder. With a string. <laughs> <laughs> and that lady, you know, she fucking deserves all that hassle. Just put the fucking bread away, dude. It lasts so much longer in the fridge. What are you doing? Bill's being a fucking bread jerk off. <laughs> fucking Bill. He's like, I'm just helping you out, man. You're going to want a sandwich. You're going to have moldy bread, Carol. <laughs> Bill hates bread. Oh, he just doesn't like bread. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that's the angle. I think he just hates bread so much he wants to see it embarrassed on the floor. <laughs> he wants to see it at its lowest point. So, <laughs> so a guy saw a man dissipate in front of him, and that's scary. Okay. So in 1991, Carol and Don move away. So the name of this uh, place is called Fairlock Castle, P-H-A-R-E-L-O-C-H. And um, it's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nestled in. This is from Fair, this is nestled. from FairlockCastle.com. Okay, so I'm going to read it. Nestled inside of Wachung Mountains near. Not oh, Waktung, yeah. Waktung, sorry. So so not even it doesn't even say the Waktung Mountains. Nestled nestled in the side of Waktung Mountains 
near Basking Ridge, Fairlock Castle was built in the 1920s as a replica of a 17th century French Normandy castle. Originally, the castle was built to serve as a retreat for artists by Bill and Frank Beatty. Who's Frank Beatty? Hmm. Is his forgotten brother? Maybe. It gained national attention when the castle was featured on Unsolved Mysteries. <clears throat> the castle has extensive documentation of hauntings, the main ghost being that of Bill Beatty himself, who unfortunately died before his beloved castle was completed. Shortly after his death, Beatty's apparition started appearing in the castle. The castle is now a private, in all caps, residence, and is currently undergoing extensive renovations to restore it to its former glory, and that's from February 2nd of 2011. <laughs> So long time ago. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a while ago. So Fairlock Castle is what it's called. And I'll see what I could do if I can get some photographs. That'd be cool. I will. Uh, I will assist the stack pack. Nice. Well, you're part of the pack, brother. I will find out where uh, Bill Beatty was buried in Dracula's crypt. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, maybe you're gonna you're gonna uncover some shit that like that that Unsolved Mysteries purposely kept out. Um, yeah, they wanted they wanted to keep it secret. It's funny on the wiki it says results unsolved because Carol and Don died. It's like, well, I don't think it's unsolved. I mean, that's I'm not so really... upset by that. I um, you know, yeah, I don't know how to uh, mourn on a podcast, but Don um, died mourning. Don died in to- 2007, and Carol died in 2018. I think. Oh, she lived a long life with that uh, her husband. Yeah, uh, good for her. Um, I think it might be up for sale. I think Bill uh, Beatty had a long, pretty great friendship with Carol, and it's sad that uh, she moved away. I found an article. Hmm. <laughs> the most expensive house on the market in Basking Ridge. This replica of a 17th century Normandy castle is oh. priced at $2.7 and sits on eight farm-assessed What acres. the fuck? Oh, really? So it's... Still it for, looked, it's for sale right now? I believe so. Well, this is from August or April 9th, 2018. There's pictures of it? Oh, it's a gorgeous property. Oh, it's a gorgeous property. The show has turned into <laughs> something else now. Has six bedrooms, three full baths, one half. Six bedrooms? Now it's a Zillow. Now it's a Zillow.com ad. <laughs> <laughs> this property all could be yours for a cool, easy payment of a hundred and fifty thousand and six thousand a month. I wish Zillow was paying us for this podcast. <laughs> Check out this castle. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Um, Bill Beatty. <laughs> Bill Beatty. Bill Beatty approved. Never left his ghostly home. Uh, so results, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Aliens. The only thing I truly believe in is the dude who murdered those prostitutes. The dead whores? <laughs> Sex worker. Eli, Eli beat me to it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he did it. That guy was fucking creepy. Yeah. The, the guy that uh, that you guys were talking about that you looked up later on, that he looked mentally ill. Yeah, he mm-hmm. definitely was. He was. He would wander around towns and then be like, oh, there's just that guy who always, you know, walks away from the facilities being held at. And then it's just like they find out, oh, yeah, his DNA tested positive. He's probably a serial rapist slash murderer. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that might that must, have been a, that must have been a bit of a shock. And I went, damn, I wonder how much drugs or what the, yeah. Interesting character, that, that uh, Samuel Legg. But who knows if he actually did it. But anyways, this has been an insane, insanely fun time. This might be like. This might even be a two-parter. I don't know. This might be our best episode ever. This might be the masterpiece. I don't know. I had a good time. It's been pretty fun. Thanks so much to Eli and, uh, of course, Rodan and Dan Derwin, Staten Island. Hi. We're coming from you from three different time zones right now during a... And we're all in our separate... We're very well socially distanced distanced from each other distanced i think we're quite safely socially distanced except for dave and dan they're yeah. they're fucked up yeah, yeah but if we're, I mean, we're in this together they're, they're just passing that covid19 back and forth we to and fro we just spent <laughs> seven days on a ship so yeah. well, they're it, fucked up we are, we're almost two weeks past the cruise but uh we only cough into each other's hands <laughs> that's how that's how you you're, you stay safe. Uh, I'm a garbage man, so I have it for sure. 
Oh man! Just keep not. dosing it. Just take a bunch of vitamin C and some zinc. Just zinc it up. I'm good. Zinc I have up. iron in my blood, man. I've been doing this for so long that I don't get sick. So, so far, so good. I'm immune. Yeah, I'm immune. I, 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 really, I really. I radiate. <laughs> I am the sickness. We got to get you a Robert Stack signature trench. Yeah, we got to get you Robert, one of Robert Stack's trenches. I already have his face tattooed on my shoulder, so I think that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We totally need Robert's uh, Unsolved Mysteries tattoos or something. You definitely need Unsolved Mysteries tattoos, even just the stack pack tattoos. Oh, as yeah. long as it's not Robert Farina or Farina. You mean Dennis, <laughs> yeah. Dennis, Dennis Farina? Farina. Yeah. Sorry. Dennis Farina. Fuck you, Farina. Actually, I mean, <laughs> Dennis Farina is great in Midnight yeah. Run. I always say, I, I say, it all the time, it's like amazing character actor. He's just not a host. He's not a great host for Unsolved Mysteries. And they just like they literally use the same reenactments. They just put like cool filters on them. Like they did literally that sh- that version of that show is so pointless. It was terrible. It was terrible. Right? It's like why why you why repackage it if you're gonna if it's the same. It's yeah, do new cases. And they went out of their way to make it seem like the people in the background were working at fucking NASA. You see all like those big screens and buttons, mm. like yeah, are you really right. watching a ship or just like replaying old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. It's like, some come on. yeah, it's some fucking. <laughs> Big glowing buttons like they were like fucking in a Death Star. It's like a control room in a sci-fi movie. Yeah. What, yeah, what is that? Big levers. Like they had like a big lever. They're like trying to like, come they're on. Like, oh, this is how th- we, we pull this lever and there's a shitty filter on a reenactment that was filmed in 1988. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully the new one's good. But anyway, this has been super fun. Um... Uh, we're the Stack Pack on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Facebook, but you know, Instagram um, is where we have the most fun. Uh, stay safe and stay clean, and uh, we'll be back pretty soon because there ain't much else to do. So we love you guys, and for every mystery, there's somebody somewhere who knows the truth. And perhaps that someone is listening, and perhaps that someone is you. Um, should we all say goodbye together in unison, even though it's not going to work out because we're all in different places? <laughs> that will figure it out. One, two, three. Goodbye. 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 Yeah, goodbye. That was, that was, <laughs> that was terrible. That was door, awful. Door shutting from the Amazon AIM. Goodbye. Yeah. AIM. Goodbye. <laughs>